Blog Talk Radio. Hang on, Mel. Here we go. T-minus 30 seconds and counting. You know, this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with it. Chaos. 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 T-minus 15. Well, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent. 10, 9, ignition sequence start. What you represent to them is freedom. We have ignition. All engines are running. We have liftoff. We have liftoff. That's what I need, a little action. <laughs> <laughs> that was about as long as the gunfire lasted at Twin Peaks. <laughs> Good evening, Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation. This is Texas Biker Radio, episode number 301. And tonight, tonight, our episode is called Taking on the Feds. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. My name is Mel Popeye Moss, and my co-host Mel O.G. Robbins. We are with Sons of Liberty Riders MC, who are sponsors of this program each and every Monday night. And uh, good evening, Mel. How are you doing? Well, once again, waiting for a part so I can repair my saddlebag. (laughs) (laughs) Caught you off guard with that one, didn't I? Yeah, you sure that he did. That saddlebag on my street glide and I have a hate relationship. There isn't even love involved there. This yeah. will be the third repair on that bag. All due to well, my own stupidity, I might add. But, you know, nonetheless, it could give me a break occasionally. That's right. And, you know, it could be like <laughs> my saddlebag who just decided to take a vacation and fell off. Yeah, so the hell with this, I'm gone, right? (laughs) And I haven't been able to find the old GoPro since. I don't know where it went. But, and then, then, uh, being as I bought that that new set of saddlebags, a gentleman called me up yesterday uh, wanting to buy the... uh, my old right-hand saddlebag. So guess what? I got my money back on the uh, on the aftermarkets. It's a good hey, thing. good deal. Good yeah. deal. <laughs> the only difference between that aftermarket bag and my old bags were a uh, little chrome piece that's on it. It's the only difference. Otherwise, it's the same saddlebag. really is. But... Mel, let's kind of explain a little bit to our new listeners. And I know we have uh, we have a bunch of new listeners because they uh, have logged on at TexasBikerRadio.org. And uh, you want to explain for a second uh, who we are, what we're all about? Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, it's nice that I are, threw that uh, off on you. Yeah. And I'm desperately thinking of a way to get even here. But uh, <laughs> well, I'm losing my voice. Uh, we, yeah, we are a motorcycle club. We are an MC, uh, <clears throat> and we sponsor a blog talk radio show called uh, Texas Biker Radio. Now, what we do is, you know, first and first and foremost, we are an MC. We ride. We have church. Uh, we do all kinds of things, you know, that uh, that everyone else does. But the thing that makes us different is uh, we're all about the Constitution and people's rights. 
bikers' rights foremost, but people's rights also. And any time we feel there's a violation of people's rights or the Constitution and there's something we can do about it, we are there, as witnessed by our vigil over Waco for the past damn near three years now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when Waco happened, we called the shots the way we saw them. Nobody ever reeled us in for it, so we had to be speaking the truth. Uh, we've led a total of, what is it, seven, seven. waves of protests down there now. Uh, we worked diligently along with a lot of other people to get Abel Reina the hell out of office, which we were successful. Uh, <clears throat> we're involved in other projects uh, uh, to try and help people out. We, uh, we became active uh, with Sand Branch, uh, which is a uh, – actually it started in the uh, late 1800s. Near Dallas, it was a free slave community. It used to have about 500 people living in it. And uh, thanks to uh, the Dallas uh, commissioners, uh, particularly John Wiley Price, uh, those poor people have been having to haul their own water in for the last, what is it, 30 years, Popeye? 30 plus now, 30 plus. 30-plus years simply because they put a sanitation plant next to that township and polluted their groundwater, and all of a sudden they're saying, oh, no, it's not the sanitation plant that's doing it. It's your livestock. Well, you know what? The livestock were there since day one. They drove out most of the 500 people. There are probably 30, 30 to 50-plus there now. Uh Still hauling in their own water, holding tight, not giving up, because guess what? Once again, it's all about money, Uh, and, uh, you know, they're sitting on some nice gravel that I'm sure some private gravel companies would like to have, and uh, certain uh, public officials would like to have their pockets lined for uh, making that land available. So Mm. we've got things like Sand Branch. Waco. Uh, we had a veteran that uh, that was found dead in his apartment. Uh, had been there for a while. Had no family. Uh, we helped uh, get him taken care of and get him buried in the national cemetery. Uh, we do all kinds of things like that. Yes, sir. We are Sons of Liberty riders. We say that our roots began with the Sons of Liberty. Back before the Revolution, when you had the Sons of Liberty and the Loyal Nine, which was a secretive group that uh, actually uh, uh, plotted the Boston Tea Party. And that's what we pattern ourselves after. We're proud of it. And that's the way we ride and roll. Exactly, Mel. Thank you for that. Uh, like I said, okay. I'm, I'm kind of losing my voice, but... Uh, We'll fight through it. <laughs> Mel, did, <laughs> I wanted to say for a second, did you did you see that new, that April Fool's post and all for one? Uh, actually, I'm the one that put it up. <laughs> You're the one that You're did the Abel Rainer Abel? thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me let me tell you how that happened. For whatever reason, I woke up in the wee hours of the morning. Now, granted, that's a rarity for me because, as you know, I do like to sleep in if I can. Uh, However, my grandson has done his best to upset that for the balance of the school year. But at any rate, I I woke up, and so I figured, well, I'll just pick up my phone and take a look at a few things, and I saw this thing that said Abel Reynas had designed decided to do the right thing and resign from his office before the new newly elected individual took place. And that woke me right up. And I'm clicking on that thing, trying to get to the article in the uh, Waco Tribune, and it's not going. I figured, well, must be because I'm tired. So I went ahead and shared it to all for one. 
And then Mayo. it dawned on me what the hell the date was. <laughs> Mel, I did the same damn thing. I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Figured, damn, this guy is finally getting ready to do the right thing. <laughs> There's no such luck. <laughs> no such luck. Oh jeez! You know, I mean, the the news is, co- is scarce coming out of Waco now, especially when it when it's dealing with the DA and what's going on with him. Uh, you know, I posted, well, maybe maybe no news is good news, but I don't know about well, that. They, they literally cut his nuts off. They really did. Uh, yeah. Y- you know, when they invoked that. Uh, that statute that they had where uh, they can chop off a lame duck's uh, spending for the balance of their term, uh, that literally denutted uh, Abel because he went way over and beyond what the hell his budget was getting these trials ready for Waco. And I think but he's you're right. On. He, he's Go treacherous ahead. enough. He could surprise us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was and still may be waiting on bailout money from the state. But I don't think they're going to yep. get it. Uh, and uh, Well, even if he gets it, he can't exceed what his budget is now. Well, that's true. That's true. be interesting to... See what's going to go on here. Oh, by the way, they pulled Jarrett back. Uh, you know, they sent him down there to San Antonio to uh, to watch what was going on in that trial, hoping they would be thrown a bone by the feds. And uh, that that hasn't happened. And uh, and I, and I don't think he got what they were looking for because the judge certainly stated that the. There was there was no connection between the two cases of uh, the uh, the drug trials that are going on in San Antonio or, or Rico trial, whatever you want to call it, and the uh, what went on in in at Twin Peaks and Waco. There was actually no connection. And uh, Mel, I thought it's an interesting statement from uh, from Aging Rebel that uh, that made this statement in one of his one of his uh, posts. Uh, it says this is a mo- mostly a secret trial with limited local press coverage. The witness list is sealed. Most of the, the discovery is sealed. Most of the motions are sealed. The jury is sequestered. The judge in this case, David Allen Ezra, has already decided that there is no likely connection between the joint task force that was watching the poll cam feed from Twin Peaks in 2015 and this case. So nobody knows what questions the jurors are asking themselves as this opera unfolds month after month. Um, I don't know if you read that story. I'll send you the link to that. See if we want to post it. Uh, and maybe it has been posted yeah. all from one, and I missed it. Did you well, see that? Well, we should if it hasn't, because I'll tell you, I have been diligently waiting for more news, and there is none. Uh, like you say, you know, it's very limited what's being allowed out. And, uh, yeah, I would call it a racketeering trial, because that's the Fed's favorite move. Yeah, uh, that's what the ATF likes to likes to hammer uh, the biking community with is racketeering. Their their infamous RICO. Mm-hmm. That's what they're all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, of course they're do- they're they're carrying that out in San Antonio. Uh, <clears throat> on the testimony of people that are of questionable character, to say the least, right? Absolutely. Nothing nothing less reliable than a confidential informant. Trust yeah. me. 
so you know, with with everything that's gone on over the over the the past two decades with the feds, and now that everything's coming to light, and the people are seeing how they're behaving, the corruption and the the vilification that continues. I mean, for all of us to see from top to bottom, whether you're in the federal courts or in the county courts. Oh, yeah. I mean, this latest call for an investigation on the FBI is just priceless. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, the, the ATF better hope no one ever starts looking their way because they will crumble a hell of a lot faster than the FBI will on the basis of corruption, lying, setting people up, phony confidential informants, you name it. Mm-hmm. Well, Mel, this, this is being played out daily across the media. And the people out there, people, of this country have got to be looking at that and saying, you know, just just taking a deep breath and saying, what the hell is going on here and how do we reel this shit in? Yep. Because I mean, it's way out of hand. Way out of hand. Way out of hand. And uh, I think it does need to be reeled in. And it meant that people I know are going to ask me, well, just how do we do that? Well, just what we've done in Waco. Go vote. We go vote and we go after the bastards. And we've got to recognize that we've got to quit sending these people, reelecting them year after year, decade after decade. Yeah, and you know, I've I've always hated to say it because uh, there are some decent incumbents out there. However, by and large, uh, by the time they're in there beyond two terms, uh, it becomes really rare to meet one that is truly a dedicated civil servant. Right. Uh, I have watched too many of them through the years start out as very sincere, poor, humble folk. And by the time it was all done, they either had several hundred million, several hundred thousand, a couple books, or what have you, or some fat job lined up. Uh, by the time they got out of office, on top of, their uh, their real comfy retirement package along with medical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. medical plans that you or I or the average citizen could never dream of having. And the whole the whole thing that really gets your goat here is is the founders never envisioned things like this. They envisioned average people doing their thing as a citizen of the country, it was their patriotic duty to go just be a civil servant for a couple of years, stop whatever occupation they were in, go do this, and then go back to what the hell they were doing. And they shouldn't be making any money or very little. It's just like when you or I get called for jury duty. Do we get a lot of money? No, because it's considered our civic duty, right? Right. And that's what they base it on. And I think a politician is performing a civic duty. They work and represent, work for and represent you and me. So, you know, it is just total horseshit what has been perpetrated on the citizens of this country through the years with these politicians. Time to make you know- it right. Exactly, Mel. And you know, every time we see a, a politician that's caught dead to right, and I mean dead to right, 
they seem to never be held accountable. Yep, seems they to be special keep, laws for them. Exactly. They keep on keeping on, or they at least land on their feet. I think this FBI agent that was fired before his uh for his before his retirement became official uh is maybe only maybe only the only ones we've seen that happen to and who knows I'm hearing that uh he may get his retirement after all That's true there I'm you can bet there's some backdoor damn thing going on to yeah. get this guy his retirement Yes. And, you know, you see all these posts on, say, on social media and on the news where uh, certain politicians and the media are complaining that Trump has no political experience, therefore has no business being president of this country. Well, you know what? That's a, precisely why people like you and I and the rest of the people that voted for Trump, that's why we voted for him. We didn't want somebody with political experience or political influence. That's the furthest thing from our minds that we wanted. We wanted somebody that spoke their mind and were saying the things in public that we've been thinking all along. And, you know, it just cracks me up when they say, well, he wasn't acting presidential. Well, hell, he's acting like we'd like to see everyone else act that is pissed off about what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, everybody's doing everything they can. The party elites are doing everything they can to undermine Donald Trump in both parties. But, Mel, you know, those party elites... They're liars, cheats, frauds that we've given power to. They have power over us. Yes. And they don't do anything but uh, bitch, moan, and finger point. But, Mel, you know what they also do? They select the scoundrels that we see in the DOJ the FBI, and all these other federal organizations that are playing hell on the Constitution and the American people. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, the government, the politicians don't want to fix anything because they fix no. it. The money stream stops, just like Trump spoke out about uh, DACA and all these caravans that are now headed here from South America and have been headed here for years now. But now, I guess, you know, they're increasing the tempo. And, you know, I don't know why somebody doesn't have the balls enough to order troops. Doesn't it, I understand you can't necessarily, well, yeah, you could put federal troops on the border because you're protecting the security of the country. But, you yeah. know, would it be even better? Let's put all militia on the border because we oh, yeah. know what militia people would do. Yeah. And that's who ought to be down there now waiting for these assholes to show up in these caravans. And, uh, it, you know, it pisses me off because Mexico is normally very strict about who they allow in their country, particularly yeah. from the yeah. southern border. Okay. They'll allow gringos in all day because we're going we're to spend our money. Uh, but from that southern, on that southern border, they're letting them straight through, headed for the U.S. And I think well, it would be poetic justice to set up a bunch of 50-caliber 50, <laughs> 50 machine guns and start firing the minute they approach the border at their feet. So if they want to walk into it, they can walk into it and turn them around and let Mexico get stuck with them. Yeah. Hey, Mel, we've got, uh, from what I read today, we've got another 1,500 Central Americans coming our way in a large caravan. Yep. 1,500. And we ought to be there waiting, waiting on them. And this last week, 
the Border Patrol agents arrested 24 from Bangladesh. That's in Laredo. Amazing. Yeah. And who knows if they're really from Bangladesh, you know? Maybe they have some paperwork. Maybe it's real. Maybe it's a fraud. Who knows? And I'll guarantee you nobody knows. It's crazy. We cannot afford to take care of the world's poor. And everybody is being mistreated in their own country. They will drive us broke. Not to mention undermine our security and our constitution. And that's where we're headed. We keep this up. And Democrats know this. The people that are pushing this. Speaking of Democrats, Mel, you heard of Baltimore? Yeah. Baltimore is now ahead of uh, just about all the states or cities in murders. Per capita murder. They're beating Chicago, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, I got to tell uh, you, I lived back in that area from 90, uh, 1996 to almost 2000. Uh, and uh, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, they're, from what I saw. Yeah, well, their population is hauling ass is what's happening. Everybody's getting the hell out of Dodge. And uh, not to mention their tax rates there is, are skyrocketing. And, Mel, you wouldn't believe what the city council is making in the way of money. <laughs> I mean, the mayor's like, yeah, mayor's like 180000 Then the, 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 a lowly city, city councilman makes sixty nine, probably plus benefits. Yep. It's uh, the city council vice president makes one hundred nineteen thousand, and they said there, there were thirteen. Of of they don't tell you is they may make it sound like they got a, a low salary. Mm-hmm. But then they have per diem that they never talk about. Per diem and expenses yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, office allowances. Yeah. All kinds <laughs> of tricky little things. And you see, and 13 others make 69000 plus all have benefits, all have paid support staff. Support staff. Yeah, it's incredible the game they got going on there. I mean, but this is what happens in Democratic-run cities. They're all broke. They're all broke. And it's, people are fine with it. They're not going to be fine when they can't get a company to move there any longer. Or company companies haul ass because it's too dangerous and too expensive to operate there or even to live there. Yeah, I think people in general are oblivious to what's going on with their government. Yeah. I honestly do. They are just oblivious. Yeah, you know, we see it every day. People just don't want to be bothered with it. They think, well, there's nothing I can do about it, so I just don't pay attention. Yeah. But, you know, Mel, we proved that wrong. There is something you can do. 
There is. So I don't know. It's uh, it's crazy as hell. It really is. But uh, anyway, oh man, they're gonna have drones that are going. Are you ready for? They're gonna have drones that are gonna have a five four hundred pound payload capacity. Now, could you imagine that? That's a big bee flying through your backyard, I'll tell you. I'm telling you, it is. The thing ends up uh, um, for having some type of failure, and you have 400 pounds drop on top of your house. <laughs> That's as bad as driverless trucks. I'll tell you, though, I had... Uh, uh, I met a guy not too long ago that was studying for a drone license. I said, what do you mean, drone license? And he said, oh, yeah. He said, you know, uh, before too many years, you are not going to be able to fly a drone without a license. And he said, and they're going to be flying them all over commercially. So there will be private drone licensing and commercial drone licensing. So for you younger guys out there might not be a bad thing to study for and have that baby in your hip pocket when the day comes. Yep. That's true. That's true. It's like all those chopper pilots came back from Nam, and some of them got some pretty decent jobs because they could fly a chopper. That's right. Hey, Mel, you know the... Uh... You know who the, one, of the, one of the number one money makers on YouTube is? What? A gamer. Mm. He's had like, this guy's had like two billion hits. And people watch him play these video games. He made 16 million bucks last year. Wow. Just people watching them play video games, huh? My grandson, the youngest grandson, that's all he watches. Is people playing these video games on YouTube. Well, it's an addiction. Yeah. It is an addiction. I mean, that's... You know, some lady was having a problem with a game one day, and Caleb, nine years old, went over there and helped her figure it out. I know. I hate that when my grandson can just, uh, you know, you're fumbling around with something, and he does it to his grandma all the time. <laughs> He'll say, well, here, let me look at it, Grandma. And within two seconds, she's rocking and rolling with whatever the hell the problem was. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see, Mel. I have an update. The 1,500 Latin American immigrants welcomed into Mexico on a 1,900-mile trek where they plan asylum. How can they plan that, Mel? was welcomed by the third Mexican town 600 miles from our border. We ought to be raised wow. in hell. Oh, man. Raised yeah, yeah. I mean, that just... Hell. And I think Trump could do something about it if he wanted to. I don't know for sure. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, everyone seems to think that uh, uh, illegals have uh, have rights. They don't. And that blows me away. How the hell can you have rights in this country... If you're not a citizen, please explain that one to me. Uh, it's mind-boggling. 
So, hey, everybody, I would contact your congressman and tell him to be a man or woman and uh, protect our country from an invasion. Well, hey, (laughs) how about the governor of California? Did you hear about this one? The governor of California, he's all pissed off at Trump over the sanctuary city thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Trump's been raising hell, threatening to withhold funds, yada, yada, yada. Well, the governor of California is now pardoning, and get this, over U.S. citizens, has pardoned many, I think it's like 20-some, illegal aliens have been pardoned out of prisons in California which is a direct threat to residents of California. Well, what they need to do is quit pussyfooting around and do what it is they say they're going to do to these chumps. Do it. Yep. How about sending some of these feds that are busy chasing bikers around and making up shit about them uh, over to California and uh, do a number on them? I'm just saying. Yep. Because this is really happening. It's not fiction. And we have people in the country that are that stupid as to think this is okay, because it's not. Even my Hispanic relatives get it. Hey, I know a lot of good Hispanic people that are just really upset over this illegal alien situation Mm -hmm. that's going on. Really upset, and rightfully so, because they have all tried to do the right thing. Yeah, Mel, do you hear about the uh, (laughs) the uh, the 150 mile an hour chase in Colorado? No. Some cop was sitting out, sitting on the side of the road, and he had a Mustang, an older Mustang, probably one of them, uh, probably one of those fast GTs uh, from the maybe around '66, '67 era, one of the little Cobras. Uh, yeah. Passed him at 140 miles an hour. <laughs> He said he he gave pursuit, and he said, uh, according to his, uh, I guess, whatever he uses to clock them with, uh, the speed quickly jumped up over 150. <laughs> and because because they were on uh, roads that had some curves and stuff in it, uh, uh, he backed out of the chase and uh, let the Mustang go on its way. <laughs> <laughs> He couldn't get close enough to get a license number on it. That's how <laughs> fast it was running. Priceless. But I imagine at 140 miles an hour, he passes him up. He's uh, he's gone before he actually gets the car <laughs> gets the car on the road and up to speed. <laughs> yep. But that's a wise <laughs> thing to do. That's a wise thing to do when it gets like that. I know the uh, a bunch of the cities have uh, policies with the speeds get out of control that they'll break off the chase. It's not worth it to have uh, the automobile, motorcycle, whatever, crash into some innocent people. So that's really the wise thing to do. Kudos to the cop. Yep. For... Letting the Mustang go. 
Oh, guess who else has more homicides in New York City, Mel? Who? London. Oh, they don't even allow guns there. <laughs> I don't think don't the bobbies it. can even carry a gun. <laughs> no. <laughs> they have special teams that do, but the, the ordinary street bobby out there does not carry a gun. But their homicides had gone through the roof in London. I wonder why that would be, do you think, Mel? Hmm. People are getting out letting, of hand. Would it be for letting too many immigrants into the country? Yep. I would they're think they're never so. going to admit that. One of the Islamic, cent, uh, Islamic Center leader in London, was arrested for teaching, guess what, jihad to his students. <laughs> what, do you think what do you think they'll do to him? Give him a slap on the wrist over there? Maybe send him to California? They're not going to do much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mel, they Wouldn't be politically turned. correct. They've turned Europe into a, a madhouse. It's, it's a, a madhouse. Uh, I'd tell everybody right now if you haven't if you haven't gone to Netflix and watched Lily Hammer, go go <laughs> watch that. It it shows you how stupid their uh, their socialist system is. In countries like Norway, who thinks they can convert these people into their way of life? Ain't going to happen. Assimilate. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're not there to They're assimilate. They're here to assimilate you. Exactly. And it's like these 1,500 people that are coming up from South America. They're not coming here to assimilate neither. They're coming here for benefits. Is what they're doing. And I'll be damned if we should be giving them asylum on the border. And if you do, it just encourages more of it. That's all it does. It's 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 a madhouse. We're turning into one too. Because of these politicians that we elect again and again and again, who will not follow the Constitution, who does their own thing, and lines their own pockets, if not directly stealing it from us, they get it through Now, what's the, what's the name I'm looking for, Mel? The people that come and seek seek favors in Washington, D.C. Yep. What do they call those guys? It's escaping me right now. Lobbyist. Lobbyist. That's what it is. The word I was looking for. They throw millions and millions and millions of dollars at these politicians. It's well, the reason. Yes, because it's worth millions to private enterprise. Mm-hmm. To these phony religious organizations that file as nonprofit, and then the government gives them money on a per head basis to take care of these immigrants for a period of time, to house them, find them jobs. All kinds of bullshit. The uh, Lutheran Brotherhood up in Minnesota has made millions with with the Nigerians and the Somalis. Literally millions of dollars because they sponsor these people when they come in. When they first hit the country, they get housed. They get paid X amount of dollars, medical they get paid for every one of their wives, their kids, uh, even though they're married to more than one woman. 
and polygamy is illegal in the United States, they still get paid for multiple wives. And that's why you've got all this strong lobby going on uh, because uh, businesses are making money. You know, it's, it's the same. You know, you can trace this back to Vietnam. We were not allowed to bomb Hanoi Harbor because there were ships sitting in there with U.S. merchandise on it. And then they know shit, no-brainer. That is why Hanoi was a no-fly zone. There were certain business interests involved in that harbor emanating out of the United States, and they didn't want that screwed with. So, you know, it, this has gone on and on and on, and it's time the citizens in this country start dragging out the pitchforks and the torches, and let's start taking care of these people. I got another update, Mel. Yeah. The 1,500 people have a list of demands <laughs> for President Trump. Well, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> Good Lord. It does get insane, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm telling you. It doesn't say what they are. It doesn't say what they are, but the, my God. <laughs> It says, only oh, makes okay. sense. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait, here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let me adjust this thing. We demand of the Mexico and United States that they respect our rights as refugees and our rights to dignified work to be able to support our families. The statement reads, well, straighten out your own damn country. How about that? Yeah, go back to your own country and get it straightened right. out. We can't even yeah. straighten out our own. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, we had a revolution in this country. Go back and have one in yours. Hey, you'd be able to be able to buy some guns. You seem to be able to buy everything else. They, they become world travelers. I wonder how these people are getting place to place. Yeah, where the hell are they getting the money to do this? It says the second demand is that we open the borders to them because they are as much citizens as the people of the countries where we are where we travel to. I don't know what that means. It means they're citizens of the world. I know what that means. Same crap that's preached up here at UTA, Mel. Same yeah. stuff. Yeah. Kumbaya. Yeah, there's a there's a group that's leading them. They have extensive experience in leading caravans of migrants across different countries illegally. Well, hell, lead them across some other damn place. Lead them to Iran. I hear they're needing workers. China, they got all the factories. Hell, we can't even employ all our own people, much less them. And then feed them, house them, try and teach them some English. Hell, we got veterans sleeping under bridges. No shit. I'm telling you, I'm about ready to take to the streets. You know, and go out there and point out that we've got homeless people here and we're worried about people coming across the freaking border. People are wanting to let them in. We're not even taking care of our own. 
the crap's sickening. But I digress. I'm looking out for 400-pound drones now. I'll shoot one out of the sky. Collect the cargo. <laughs> Just a thought. Salvage. <laughs> Just a thought. Well, that would be pretty good. When they start crashing, we could we could do salvage rights. That's right. Like you do, like you do with uh, ships or boats you find floating around out there on the ocean. I mean, they don't want them floating around out there. They want somebody to get them. Uh, well, Mel, hey, we about covered everything for tonight. I think so. I think it so. We had a good time doing it. Really, it, it was went a, quick. It was, it was a slow news day. It really was. There wasn't much out there. But, but I did write a lot article. of crap going on. I want to write, invite everybody to Texas Biker Radio. I did uh, write an article there, and it is. Uh, it is called Taking on the Feds. Go read it. <laughs> and, to, and maybe tomorrow or the next day, I'll tell you how we're going to do it. How about that? Sounds good. It's going to require it's going to require your help. Your help. We can't do this stuff alone. We've got to have your help. Meanwhile, go to TexasBikerRadio.org. Uh, visit our uh, our website. Go to our store. Buy one of our support patches or decals. Pretty cool stuff. We got some spiffy new decals, man. And we sure they do. They are class A. That's right. Everybody, have a good evening. Mel, thanks for joining me, man. Good night. Yep. Bye-bye. Good night. That's all, folks.